Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Red Hot Comic Book Movie News. Shooting up your butthole. The Weekly Planet. The Weekly Planet. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Weekly Planet, official podcast of comicbookmovie.com, where we talk movies and TV shows and comics and various things. My name is James, also known as Mr. Sunday, with me as always, my co-host, Nick Mason. Hello. We're here in the man cave. Shut Your up. Man it's just cave. a room. Is it though? It's just a room with some boxes. I'm yet to unpack you stuff. Got a, you got a big bass on the wall? I do have like a big, a big bass. mounted bass. I'm next to it. I've got one of those joke bass that talk when yeah. you walk past We're it. both wearing fezzes, <laughs> like we're in the, the water buffaloes or whatever from the Flintstones. Got my little bloody bar in the corner. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> It's nothing like that. It's literally a room with some things on the floor. Like Yet. Yeah. Yeah. Some bloody leopard skin, bloody beanbags, mate. This place will be sweet. Or leather. Or maybe a combination. I think we should get, because you said earlier before this, because we're setting up your man cave. Yeah. That <laughs> Not a man cave. That we're going to get some proper podcasting chairs. Yeah. I think we should get those super fancy Aeron chairs that they had like in the dot-com boom. <laughs> okay. It was super. <laughs> and they had like a little remote and you could move them and real yeah, yeah. adjustable and whatever. And that's how they all went bankrupt and failed. <laughs> so that's what they we're going to get. still sell those? We could probably get some for cheap. That's what I'm thinking, yeah. I'm sure if you just went to a landfill, we could We could drag one. some out, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Great. All right, we'll put a chain on the ute and we'll drag some out <laughs> news yeah news, let's do it roughly the news yes indeed uh, it said that tom hardy is going to produce and possibly star in an adaptation of a hundred bullets very nice okay it's pretty good for dc or i think it's vertigo but vertigo is a okay. subsidiary of dc right I don't yeah, know. yeah yeah so he's going to be agent graves well it, it's, he'll produce it so but it, it, there's no word yet on whether he, he's in it but i'd say he, he wouldn't yeah. just he wouldn't be one of the minor background characters yeah he wouldn't be one of the the people who's been wronged and he's in one episode and then he gets revenge and then he's fine. Exactly. Yeah. That would make a great TV show though, don't you reckon? Yeah. And like as opposed to a movie, which this is. Oh, right. It's Wasn't what? listening. Oh, okay. Now I am. I'm fully on board. Yeah, now it would be a better TV series. What yeah. is he doing? That's There's fine. not enough time to build the, the universe. You need 100 bullets. You need 100 bullets and you need bloody... You need them to assemble the Minutemen, the yeah. team... Over a period of time. You can't do that in two hours. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's like they're starting a universe or whatever. Oh, good luck to him then. I feel like, because he obviously turned, he was Rick Flagg in the um, Suicide Squad. Yes. I think he's like, well, I kind of want to have my own franchise or whatever. Because that's uh-huh. like Will Smith and Margot Robbie and whatever. Yeah, so I yeah. Think he'd, I think he's like, I'm a big star. I'm Mad Max. <laughs> and, you know, I'm assuming. But yeah. good on him. Mm. I, I think it'd be great. That's how he greeted the day every morning on the set of <laughs> Mad Max. And now it's stuck. He does it. 
to it yeah, every movie. Wherever he goes. That movie where he's the Krays, the Cray brothers. <laughs> he gets up and he's like, I'm Mad Max. And then he goes, I'm also Mad Max. <laughs> Twins. Twins. <laughs> that Krays movie looks really good. Yeah, I know, right? Looks totally Cray. Am I right? You're lucky, we're in, the, you're, lucky, you're lucky we're in the man cave right now when you can get away. It's with, not a man cave. You can get away with bro talk like that, all right? So here's some interesting news. Fox, uh, 20th Century Fox, say that they are committed to the Fantastic Four franchise. When did they say that? <laughs> sure, no, no, that's very good. Yeah. That's one of your pieces of fake news. No, no, it? that's real. <laughs> yeah, that my laugh was genuine. Like, yeah. It sounded like a fake guy's laugh, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I, look, it wasn't genuine, but I laughed earlier, so. Oh, yeah, sure, absolutely. You know, yeah. I'm just kind of yeah. going with that. <laughs> For, you practiced in front of a mirror earlier. <laughs> that's all right. Yeah. How does that sound to you? Why? I think what it is, it's still in cinemas. They're not going to come out and go, we're ditching this a week after it comes out. Uh So, you know, they'll make as much money as they can. Yeah. Listen, this movie's been out for a week and we have no faith in it. Just letting you know, don't even bother. Exactly. You can't wring any water out of a dry sponge that makes no sense and the director and studio hate each other. Mm. As the same. Have you goes. puzzled it out? Have you fought? Because you you've been obsessed with I determining have. what's going like, on. Like I made a video and I was happy with it, and then like during the week, like other stories came out oh, about. No. Apparently, Josh Trank and Miles Ke- Teller came chest to chest at one point, Ooh. and they did that whole throw a punch. I dare you. You know what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what guys do. <laughs> Which is amazing because what are you arguing about on that? I want to be. <laughs> I demand to be stretchier. Let me be stretchier on this movie. You'll be as stretchy as I say you are. That's how that goes. We're doing your stretchy arm with a camera trick. We, you're, well, I'm doing the stretchy arm with a with a big bit of PVC pipe. And we're gonna throw it across the the set. That's how we're doing it. You want to you want to go down? <laughs> but yeah, I, I, that video I made it, it's good up to a point. Right. And I um actually I pissed off um what's his name. Max Landis with it. Oh, really? I, I said it, he co-wrote Chronicle. Yes. Because it's what Josh Trank said on The Fat Man on Batman. Anyway, somebody tweeted to him and he saw it and he corrected me that he didn't. He didn't write, he just wrote. <laughs> he wrote the screenplay and yep. he has co-story writing credits. Oh, well, Lanny I'm like, duh. I'm like, sorry, man. Jesus, this is, so, this is just what he said. Sorry to split some hairs there, Landis. <laughs> no, he's all right. Yeah, fine. All right. Uh, NBC are developing a series uh, in conjunction with DC. It's called Powerless. And it's kind of like The Office, but it's set in the DC universe, but it focuses on regular people working at an insurance agency. So it's damage control. Exactly. Except, I mean, without all the, the fun. Yeah, sure. <laughs> no, I, you know, it's, a, it's, it's The Office in right. bloody... So for anybody who doesn't know, Marvel yeah. in the 90s had a series called Damage yeah, Control. Which you love. I love Damage Control. But that was more construction and stuff, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was basically Damage Control were, were a construction firm mm. employed by the city of New York to rebuild... New York in its entirety yeah. every time superheroes destroyed it. The third Ant-Man was in that as well at one point. Irredeemable Ant-Man. He was part of it. Oh. Also in his story arc. Before he died, now he's a robot. Oh, I see. That's, that's been built into that. Yeah, now okay, he's a right. robot or something. Right, right. Okay, so sure. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but that was a very fun series and uh, it's a shame. People, there's there's been some rumors that Marvel might have been going to do yeah. that for a series. I think that's just us hoping for that. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but this, to me, this sounds pretty good. Hmm. I mean, and apparently there's no like Superman, Batman, or whatever. I mean, I'm sure they'll probably be mentioned. Now it sounds good. What's it going to be like? The Office, the American. But is it going to be funny though? Well, The Office took a season to get funny. No, but I mean, like <laughs> they're saying it's The Office, but do they mean it's set in an office? Which yeah, I, no, I think it's DC, set- the sense the sense I get with any DC property is. It's not going to be funny. <laughs> so that when they say it's like The Office, they mean it's going to be like. 
a series, you know, it's going to be an interview. Like they're going to, like they're going to, it's a camera crew following people around in an office. I'm fairly certain that's And it's what not going to be, be funny. I think it, look, it's with NBC and they, and they, they did Parks and Rec in the, yeah, sure. the office. Right? I think it'll be uh-huh. fine. It's a completely different thing from the movies. Yeah. I, I think it'll be, it'll be good enough. Sure. <laughs> spirit. You happy with that? Yeah, why not? <laughs> you probably get What's some, it called again? Um, Powerless. Powerless. Okay, right. Wasn't there a British, British series, series like that? No, it was about superheroes in a bar. Thinking that was no heroics. No yeah, heroics, that's funny. So, yeah. yeah. What did you think yes. of the Hateful Eight trailer? Quentin Tarantino is doing a Western again. Another Western. That's interesting. I think I mean, he's doing he's done- a Western trilogy. I think he's going to do another uh, one at some He point. wants to do a um, Man With No Name exactly. style trilogy. But do we have a recurring character? No. And all the men have names. That is very as far true. As I know. Yes, that is so true. Yeah, I don't think so. Maybe he'll do it, come back as his Australian... <laughs> Whatever that was. Maybe he did an Australian accent in bloody... Oh, yeah, that's true, yeah. That wasn't good. Mm. But, you know, he exploded. So yeah, absolutely. Right. Um, yeah, it looks good. I mean, he did do two plus crime films in Reservoir Dogs, yeah. Pulp Fiction. So why not two? And, Jack, and Jackie Brown. Brown, yeah. That, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, whatever. Why not? Looks good. Um, who's, whose career is he resurrecting in this? Is it Jennifer Jason Leigh? Possibly. Yeah. I want to say Kurt Russell. No. No, no, Kurt Russell's always been popular, but I feel like he's not like... Everybody loves Kurt Russell, but he hasn't had like a big breakout. Right. He's back, give him an award kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Right, right, right. But I feel, I think, so do you think Tarantino's given him a second shot at this after Death Proof? Death Proof was balls. Yeah, I know it was balls. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying that. But, that's potentially what I'm saying. But what I mean is like, do you think he's like, well, this is enough. I, I don't think people will be like, well, he's, he's back in for Oscar contention for this. Mm. I think it's kind of, I think he gives everybody one shot. You know, um, Pulp Fiction. Yep. What's his face? Uh, your mate, Travolta? Not my mate. No, he's your best mate. <laughs> Don't like him. Yeah. Uh, Tim Roth is back in this one? Tim Roth's back. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he was his bloody go-to for, yeah, for, for one. He gave him a shot yep. in Reservoir Dogs. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Who else did he give a shot to? Heaps of people. Heaps of bloody people, mate. Yeah. He's good Who like else that. is in this? Michael Madsen is back, of course, because he's the good luck child. I've never seen him so enthused. Right, well, exactly. Sorry, since Kill Bill 2? Right, yeah. Or maybe, I think it was in one briefly as well. Mm. Yeah. Michael Madsen's only good in a Quentin Tarantino movie. Yes, I've that's never very seen true. him do anything of note. I think he's in Species, <laughs> but I don't oh, think yeah, that's okay. a good movie. It's a lot of phoning it in, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Samuel L. Jackson. What about Walking Dead season two, the video game? <laughs> Michael Madsen did that. Apparently. Oh, wow, there you go. He would have literally phoned that in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Samuel L. Jackson. Yep, great. Uh, who else? Anyone else? Playing old Samuel Jackson. Yep. Walton Goggins is in this. Who's he again? He's from The Shield. Okay. Or Wally Goggles, as I like to call him. <laughs> and if everybody in his life doesn't call him Wally Goggles, there's something wrong with the, <laughs> this world. That's right, yeah. Mm. Agreed. Yeah. Mm. Oh, and Zoe Bell's in it. She's not in the trailer. Yeah. But I, she, Zoe Bell is um, is another Quentin Tarantino good luck charm. She is a stunt double. Well, she was a stunt oh, double. Oh, yeah, she's for, in Death Proof. As she's well. in Death Proof, yeah. And she's Uma Thurman's stunt, stunt double. Stunt double, there we go, yeah. Bloody, mm-hmm. what's it called? Yeah. Ninja. The car stunts in Death Proof are good. Yes, they are. It's just yeah. not a good, it's just a long, boring, nothing yeah. film that goes for too long. But it's not that long, but it feels really long. Yeah. What's going on there? Cop that, Tarantino. <laughs> you, one aut- of your, you auteur. One of your ama- amazing films isn't as good as the other ones. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, do you reckon, is he getting better? Not better. Is he's evolving, right? Or he's that is a really good question. Because I, I think Inglorious Bastards is probably as good as Pulp Fiction. 
in my eyes. I think the Not pacing so. is better, maybe. Yeah, like, if sure. you go back to Pulp Fiction, I really, I re watched that recently. Yeah. It's still very good, but I feel there's some dead spots in okay, it, maybe. Sure. And I think maybe he's getting better in filling in those gaps. Okay, kind of sure. Because yeah, yeah. these, I mean, Django was real long as well, right? Yeah, I didn't that was like a movie Django. and a half. Yeah, I like Django, but I didn't, I didn't love yeah. it. Yeah. So we're saying he's getting worse as a director. That's what we're saying now. I've well, changed our minds. Yeah, <laughs> changed my bloody tune, mate. And the Westworld world trailer. Speaking of westerns, the western is back. Not really. No, certainly not. What it's not going to survive on its own. <laughs> Boy. Although Deadwood went a really long time, right? Then it was cancelled. There was actually talk this week of a uh, Deadwood movie mm. potentially. I haven't watched Deadwood. I've got it, but I've yet to watch it. Mm. Have you watched it? No. There's a lot of cussing. Sure. I don't know if I approve. And delightful character actor Stephen Tobolowsky. He's in it. Oh, good. He's great. And Ian McShane, who can't do anything outside of Deadwood. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, I know what you mean. Oh, he's in the next season of Game of Thrones. Yeah. Uh, Westworld, though. What do you think? Looks pretty good, right? It does. I mean, it doesn't yeah. show much. No. Apparently, the focus... A lot this of people... There seems to be a lot of androids being 3D printed. Yes. That seems to be the big thing. I like that. Mm. There's a lot of... Um, I was going to say... It's HBO. A lot of the focus is this apparently is on the androids. Yep. So they'll be staying there and it'll be just be different people coming through. So for those people who don't know, there was a Western in the mid to late 70s called Westworld that had Yul Brenner. It had Yul Brenner, yes. Who I love. When he was alive. And he was alive. And he kind of played the same character that he played in Magnificent Seven, which is another great movie, uh, where people would come to this town and you kind of live out a fantasy of... It's set, it's set in the future, so all the cowboys are robots, and you have like yep. a fake gunfight, and you go to a brothel and or a saloon <laughs> or whatever. You know what I mean? Uh, so a fake gunfight, but a real brothel is what yeah, you're saying. It's exactly what sure, I'm okay. saying. Okay, great. And you know, it's it's kind of like Jurassic World with cowboys, I guess. Yeah, Robot sure. Cowboys. Oh uh, yeah. But Park. then everything goes wrong. Yeah. Mm. Westworld style. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so James Marsden's in this. Anthony Hopkins. Who is the Yul Brynner character? I think it's James Marsden. Oh, maybe. But my know. question is, is is he going to malfunction every week? I hope so. Great. <laughs> Settled. And they chewed him up and they're like, yeah, it should be fine. This, this is definitely it. <laughs> if there's any problems, turn him off and then turn him back on again. I can't leave him. I'm taking vacation. If there's another massacre, give me, give me an email. Shoot me a text and I'll come back in a week and I'll fix him. Maybe we'll consider not giving them real bullets. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. <laughs> All right, D twenty three, Disney's oh Disney Con big sure. thing. D Disney Con Lassiter was there making he, announcements. He was making all sorts of announcements. Yeah, do you want me to start with the most exciting news? Incredibles two. Yeah, sure. Is that not your favorite? That, that's well, mine. Okay, is but, it Toy Story four? Okay. There's a lot of sequels on this slate. There was. Be no, with you. No, I, did, I did have that down. The Incredibles 2 is definitely one of the most... My exciting one wasn't really exciting. Oh, <laughs> was, oh was, I see. It was the you, least exciting. You were doing a comedy bit. <laughs> I was doing a thing. Okay. So, yeah, they announced... Wait, like, wait, wait. Do it and I'll act like oh, okay. it's... Okay. Pirates 5, Orlando Bloom's back. Hey, but you don't... Oh, you're doing a comedy <laughs> bit. Great. <laughs> but the interesting thing about that is... Yep. It's not that interesting. Okay. Orlando Bloom... for. Appeared the last one in 2007. Yep. And when this comes, and then he had to go on a ship to escort hell, souls to hell or heaven or the afterlife. Oh, or and some, he comes back every 10 balls. years or something? So yeah. it will be 10 years when this. Oh, when so this that's rolls fun. Around. That's a real life. I wouldn't say life. fun is not the word. No. It's an odd coincidence. <laughs> drawn out. Yeah, it's a drawn out kind of coincidence. Is Keith Richards back in this one? I don't think so. Is Australia's I mean, own Jeffrey Rush back in this one? You know what? He's really good in those movies. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, but. I don't know. Yeah. All I know is Johnny Depp's back and Orlando Bloom's back. Great. 
is the big wheel that Johnny Depp <laughs> runs on and goes, oh, no, no, what's happened? Is I'm that sword fighting two different people who are maybe sword fighting each other? <laughs> I don't know. That's back. Um, That's an amazing effect. Yeah. It's total balls though, right? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Some of those movies are good, but I couldn't tell you which ones. The first one's good. Yep. The fourth one is the second best, but because I did you in two and three... You weren't on I'm board like, with it. You've... The fourth one was, wasn't... One of them is not original screenplay. It's based on a book, right? Oh, is really? It on Stranger Tides? Might be. Continue talking and I will think about it. Okay. So, yeah. Cars 3, Toy Story 4, which I think we already knew was happening. But, yeah, the big... And there was a bunch of other ones. But the big one was Incredibles 2, which Brad Bird is coming back to direct. Yeah. And he recently did Tomorrowland, which we didn't mind. Yeah. It's not perfect, but that, like, f- tanked, like, bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and it got very mixed kind of reception yeah, yeah so but i'm glad he's back for incredibles 2 I, i'm sure he's back because he's got a good idea and he he wants to do it because yep. he doesn't seem like the kind of guy who just does things because what if it was just a shot for shot fantastic Four <laughs> reboot remake but much better that would be incredibles yeah, absolutely would be incredibles <laughs> too yeah uh yeah so what makes you excited about incredibles 2 more than say cars 3 <laughs> I'm not going to answer that. I'm not going to dignify that with a response. But I am going to say Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides based on the novel On Stranger Tides by Tim Powers. Okay. So it wasn't a, like a, they've taken the plot of this book, which yeah. I haven't read, but is apparently quite good, and they've just put Johnny it's Depp on, on it. Dra- <laughs> on it. Yeah, they've just put Johnny Depp right on it. <laughs> on Stranger Tides. 1987 historical fantasy novel okay. featuring a lot of big spinning stone wheels. <laughs> Run. That, perfect. Dun, 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 dun. Skeletons, mm. medallions. Dun, 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 dun. There's a skeleton on the cover. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Has it got a medallion? It's got a telescope and a parrot on its shoulder. It sounds piratey enough. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Good. Um, okay, yeah. what else are they doing? Toy Story 4. Yeah. Didn't they all die? No, you're thinking of Schindler's List. I'm thinking of Schindler's no, List. No, some of them got away. Oh, that's true. Yeah, okay. Though some people say that Toy Story 3 is the Schindler's List of Toy Story movies. Yeah, Schindler's Toy Box is, what, Toy is Box. what they call it. Yeah. yeah. Toy Story 4, it's apparently a love story where Woody goes to find Bo Peep. Because in 3, if you remember, Bo Peep was given away or something. You don't oh, find out right. why yeah, she's yeah. not there. Uh-huh. So him and Buzz go on a little adventure. Right. Which is the best. Right. When you get those two together, that's the best Toy Story. Yeah, in, absolutely. Because they've got great chemistries. Mm. Even though they're toys, they're obviously not real, but the voices of the people are real. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's they, movie magic. I don't yeah, want to get no, into I get, it. The Toy Story movies, do they record the voices together or separately? Uh, it depends on the movie. I think they do them separately for Toy Story, but I know for Monsters, Inc. it wasn't working, so they got John Goodman and um, Billy Crystal together. And it, huh. Yeah, so it, I, think, I, I think it just depends. Mm. I'm fairly certain I'm probably wrong that Tom Hanks and Tim Allen didn't meet each other to like the premiere of the first one. There you go. But that's probably a thing that isn't real. Yeah, just made up. <laughs> yeah. I'm having some water. Okay. You've earned it. I feel like I have. Mm. All right. Uh, do you want to hear about Star Wars? I guess. Oh, because this Sorry. was part of D23, wasn't it? Sorry, I should say, do you want to hear about Star Wars at length? Oh, then definitely, <laughs> yeah. There was this, They produced a set photo for Rogue One, didn't they? Yeah. Looks pretty good. Yeah, what do you think? It's real dark. It's real gritty. It's dark and gritty. Yeah. But it's still actually, a little little bit of, bit, of, bit of spark in their eyes, eh? Hey? Just a little bit. A little, a little bit, bit of that magic. Mm-hmm. This, it's now officially called Rogue One, A Star Wars Story. I think Star Wars Rogue One. Star Wars Rogue One, yeah, exactly. Because a lot of people will stop reading. They'll be like, Rogue One, uh, oh, no. (laughs) Exactly. Someone sent me a tweet. Close the browser, (laughs) close the laptop, switch off the laptop, turn the car around, away from the movie theatre, go home, drop the kids off, 
drive the car into a lake or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah, we've all done it. I got this uh, tweet from Thomas and he sent me a picture of the Rogue One and he said, so that's it, huh? Uh, we some kind of Rogue One. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Which is obviously uh, a play on that other movie that's the thing that yeah. Will Smith is in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so they announced all the cast, like Ben Mendelsohn's in it mm-hmm. um, for sure. What's his name? Uh, he's in Species. He's the last king of Scotland. Natasha Henstridge. That's that's him. Yeah. <laughs> What's his fucking name? Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker's in it. Really? Yeah. Okay, great. Um, Felicity Jones, who was, I think, the only person that was announced. And it is set before A New Hope, which I think we already knew. They didn't show any footage of anything, yep. by the way, which J.J. Abrams actually announced earlier this week. But also, there was a big thing in Entertainment Weekly about Star Wars. Yes. Where they showed a whole lot of pictures and look at the magic of filmmaking and whatever. Mm. Do you, do you want to hear about it? Yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> okay. Look, I don't want to hear about it, quite frankly, but it's not about me anymore, is it? No, no, no it really isn't. It's about the weekly wacker to do's, our loyal listeners. I'm bringing that back, by the way. Bring it back? Yeah. Good. Uh, you know how Kylo Ren's name was Kylo Ren? Sure. Apparently, Ren is, is like an order of knights, so they're, they're the knights of Ren. Okay, sure. And so he's. And they're opposing the Knights of Stimpy. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not, you're the first person to make that joke. I'm Great. joking. Shut up. Oh. oh, well, time to get in the car and drive it into a lake. <laughs> Close the laptop. Yeah. Yeah. Also, he didn't release all the last names for a reason. So yep. there's rumors that Kylo Ren is, the Adam Driver character is, he's bloody Han Solo's son. Oh, and yeah. the girl, Daisy Ridley, is bloody also sure. Han Solo's son. Uh-huh. There's just so many Han Solo sons. Yes. Did you see the the, the leaked picture of... Um, Mark Hamill. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Looks, I mean, it might not be legit, but it looks pretty legit. Looks pretty... Look, it looks legit insofar as it's different colours to all the previous Jedi yeah, yeah. Like the costumes. Fan art and, yeah, and the fan art and the yeah. whatever. So, yeah. Some, they've finally gone, hey, maybe Jedi don't always dress exactly the same <laughs> literally all the time. Yeah. For no reason. Um, I like it. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think he's going to do some sweet CGI flips? I hope not. <laughs> I hope I hope every scene you think he's going to and then he's like, actually, I'm really old. This so isn't I'm... that kind of movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Star Wars. It's not this kind of Star Wars <laughs> at all. Um, also, they, they released a whole bunch of toys, like some images of the upcoming toys. And interestingly, it's it's packaged as this, The Force Awakens, but it doesn't actually say Force Awakens on it uh-huh. because... And all the other ones do. There's toys of uh, Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader from Empire Strikes Back. Okay. Which and because you know how so there's a flashback sequence. Well, that's maybe? what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it may just be here's your bloody Darth Vader toy. Like, here's what you Nerds. wanted. Shut up. Just take it. Yeah. <laughs> but I think so because we're legally obligated to in, <laughs> to put these in the pack for some reason. That's right. Yeah. And that um, if we don't, um, David Prowse gets the rights <laughs> to Star Wars. Like if we don't, if we don't release a, a Darth Vader figurine. The the actor who played David Prowse in the original movies gets the multi billion dollar franchise. It's Correct. After being which he will then drive into a lake. Yeah. After he's, after after being cheated out of royalties his entire <laughs> life, he's like, I finally found that loophole. <laughs> oh, poor Prowse. No, no, right. Yeah. Yeah, because Luke's lightsaber, or it's Anakin's lightsaber, yep. who gets handed to Luke, factors into this movie. So maybe they'll show Vader retrieving that right. or whatever, and then and it, that's the one that. He when his hand got cut off. Yeah, in best spin. flew into the bloody, the bloody, whatever it did into yeah. that weird pit. Yeah, didn't that just go into like a gas planet? No, because remember Luke falls into a little tube. Yep, and then he goes to the bottom, and then for some reason a door opens and he falls onto an upside down TV antenna. Oh, that's true. And then true. he's like, 
fucking <laughs> come and get me. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember, you remember I that? I remember that scene, yeah. Yeah, okay. That's a great scene. So the lightsaber was in Cloud City is what's happening. Yeah. Okay, right. Yeah. I want to see I want to see real-time Vader trudge down yep. and searching sure. for it. <laughs> He's got Ugh. a little light on his helmet. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. Right. <laughs> that's it. Do you want to hear about the Han Solo Solo movie? Well, now I do. Good. Um, apparently, he's going to be aged 10 at the beginning. I don't want to say it I'm anymore. joking. <laughs> okay, oh, you're clever. <laughs> no, Kathleen Kennedy, who's president of Lucasfilm, mm-hmm. uh, she's aware that not everything in the Star Wars universe needs to be explained or the origin of that. Hindsight is twenty twenty, isn't, <laughs> isn't it? it just? Thanks for realizing that now. Could have spared us nine hours of garbage, but all right. Uh, but he will be in his uh, late teens to early twenties. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And I think also you can get away because he's about thirty five in the first one. Sure. So you can get away with casting someone who doesn't look exactly like him, which yeah. you can't do because well, there's no one like Harrison Ford. There's no one like except Harrison for de-aged Harrison Ford <laughs> or. Just get Andy Circus to replicate perfectly the mannerisms of Harrison Ford, and then we use the weird CGI de aging yep. from Ant Man to make him look exactly like Harrison Ford. I would love that. Get Circus on the phone. Let's do this. <laughs> well, he's in the Star Wars anyway, isn't he? Yeah, just get him to do all the characters. Yeah, he's bloody Supreme Leader Snoke. That's his name. Great. That's good, isn't it? How do you think they come up with these names? I think they just spin a wheel, and it's got a whole bunch of dumb names on it. <laughs> That's what I think. Yeah, but how, how do they build the dumb wheel oh, in the first that's place? A good question. Yeah. Not how do they assign the dumb names? Where do they get the dumb names from? I think they just take regular words like spoke and go, let's just change one letter. Great. And they just take whatever. Oh, that's how I think it works. Like sure. Kylo instead of Kylie. They change one letter and they're like, yeah, fuck it, whatever. It'll do. <laughs> Great. Spin the wheel. <laughs> how do you think they come up with it? No, that was pretty much. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah. Did you see the sweet poster though of um bloody uh the new Star Wars movie? No. It's in the tradition of Star Wars posters. Oh, let's have a look. I need that back because it's got all my information on it, and I won't be able to do the rest of the show. Yeah, fair enough. Don't stamp on it. <laughs> <laughs> I got enough. I was gonna. I was you drop gonna, it in that glass. No, I was gonna, of water. Do, some, I was gonna do some sweet foley work that made it sound like I was breaking something, but there's literally nothing in this man cave. You'd think with all the stuff in this man cave, all the manly stuff in here, that there'd be something I could use to make the sound effect, but there isn't. So, wow. There's your phone back. Thanks, man. Yeah. What do you think it of the phone? Good. It looks nice. Yeah, it does. That's, look good. It seems that looks like part one in a series, though. Yes. Because normally, with the, normally you get the Star Wars the one sheet poster, and it's every character. Yeah, yeah. Where's all the rest of the characters? Is good question. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're not ready to reveal the other ones. Well, that's true. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good stuff, everybody. That's the first poster we've seen. Believe it or not. Hmm. Who the, does that art? Is there one guy who's I been think doing he for died, years? and it's a different guy? Uh, okay. Actually, I can t- I can find out because I'm literally on that page. This new poster, blah, blah, blah. This poster was created by artist Drew uh, Struzan, uh, who famously styled... His famous style has great posters for the other films in the Star Wars saga as well, the Dean Jones film. Oh, I thought he died. There you go. He's alive. He's alive. Good for him. That's great. Yeah. He does make some sweet posters. Yeah. Do you remember when they like, re-released the, 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 one of the trilogies, one of the times, and they just had those... They, they kind of, it was just like a crap kind of Photoshop. Yeah, 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 I like this kind of this yeah. kind of style much better. Uh, they've decided on the director for Star Wars Episode Nine, though. This is the last thing, not a joke. Great, okay. uh, I'm ready for it to still be a, a joke, but okay. <laughs> do you want to have a guess? I mean, you probably don't. It could be any director ever. You're right, it could, but it's not. It's one in particular. One in particular. Is it a lady director? No, don't be. No, I don't have any ideas. No, who is it? <laughs> okay, I'll give you another clue. Okay, it's someone who's made a movie this year that did reasonably well. I'll give you another clue. Okay, I'm ready. Dinosaurs. I'll give you another clue. Yes. Jurassic World. I'll give you another clue. Yep. Colin Trevorrow. 
give you another clue. No. The Colin Trevorrow's Correct. Brother. Great. <laughs> Did you like Jurassic World? You liked it, didn't you? I liked it. It was a good fun film. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. like brilliant, but no. a lot of people are like, oh, I didn't, because a lot of people don't like Jurassic World. So like, uh-huh. well, that doesn't sound like this is going to be good. But I feel like he worked well in the world of Jurassic World. Yeah. So it was fine. I think the story's mapped out. So yeah. whatever, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems as good as any. It seems, it seems does seem to be a case of, how much, per- like, I, I wonder at this point how much personality he brings to a movie generally. Because, yeah. I mean, with Jurassic World, he was a kind of a new director. And I think, yeah. you know, the executives and producers and stuff would have been like, make the film like this. Yeah. And he would have pretty much had no choice to be like, oh, okay, sure. I could do that. So, I don't know. Have we seen him do. He did Safety Not Guaranteed. Yeah, okay. Which is great. But have we seen, but we haven't seen him do anything big with his own stamp no. on it yet. Okay, Smartly, right. though, he's going smaller next. Yep. He's doing it. I can't remember what it is. And then he's uh-huh. going to do this. So that's. I yeah. like that they're getting different directors. I think uh-huh. that's smart. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, you don't... Mm. That's what they did for the original Star Wars. Yeah, is. yeah. And then... So what happened last time, didn't they? Mm. They were all really good. Yeah. All right. You should celebrate yourself every day. But some days, you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection... Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Civil War. Ooh. Um, let's talk about Civil War. Okay. So there, was, there was some footage. Oh, is this, day, this is day 23. This is also so? day 23. Okay, right. This is the last thing. Uh, Civil War. They were, I thought they were going to release. I thought they were going to release the trailer, but they didn't. Mm-hmm. So I didn't prepare a video for this Sunday because I always do a Sunday video. <laughs> it's part of the name that I 
saddled myself with. All the things you missed from the Civil War trailer, idiots. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but then they didn't release it, so I had to madly scramble to put some crap together. So that's, you know. Great. Go and watch that one. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I've had some Black Panther. I haven't yeah. seen it, by the way. It hasn't even been leaked. They made everyone cloak their phones. Um, like literally put them under a cloak. Correct. There, there has been some set footage, uh, set photos leaked of the Black Panther. Yeah. He's climbing a building. Yeah. Or leaping off a building. Who's to say? He's apparently a third party in it. So like there's Stark and bloody Steve Rogers. Right. And then Black Panther's got his own kind of agenda. Hey, what's going on, guys? <laughs> it's me, Black Panther. <laughs> you, you guys having a civil war? <laughs> He's got a vibranium weave outfit, doesn't he? Yes. That should be interesting. Sure. I like that. And the vision's also vibranium. Bloody everyone's got vibranium. Yeah. Do you reckon Tony Stark will have a vibranium suit by the end? Probably, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like, that sounds pretty good. Oh, yeah. Apparently, Tony Stark says to Captain America in it, I want to punch you in your perfect teeth. Uh-huh. It's pretty harsh. Yeah. Apparently, we see a bit of Hawkeye versus Black Widow because they're on different sides. Ooh. Do you know who's with who? No, do you know the answer? Yes. Well, it's rumoured. Yes. That, uh, so like, this is a 50-50 rumour, basically. <laughs> yeah, essentially. Yeah, great. Uh, Black Widow is with Tony Stark. Okay, sure. Which mm. is, you wouldn't think they would go that way. Because her and bloody Captain America are good friends or whatever. They're always going on a road trip. That's true, yeah. They went well, at one time. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing anybody's on Tony Stark's side <laughs> when you think about it. Well, he's got the vision and that's pretty much his butler. And who yeah. else has he got? He's got War Machine, who's... He gave him his armor. So yeah, he just sure. kind of, <laughs> he'd probably shut it down remotely. So yeah. you don't really have a choice. No Spider-Man, none of that. Okay. I think you remember how like with the vision, they kind of saved that till the last trailer. They did. Yeah. So I don't think we'll see any of that for a while. Mm. And also there's a bit where Ant-Man's kind of fawning all over Captain America. He's like, Oh my God, it's bloody Captain America. You're pretty great. All that kind sure, of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was me explaining the description that somebody else gave of the footage that they saw. Let's spread it around <laughs> like it's real. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. That's it, though. That's all the bloody news. We did news. the news. We did. Did I miss something? Let me just go back. Uh, I heard a rumor that Oded Fair is going to be the new... He's going to be bloody um, oh. Craven the Hunter. Yeah, I heard that too, so mm. I should put that in. That's great casting. Yeah, good, right? Yeah, agreed. Maybe give him some hair. Nah. Can he grow hair, that guy? Yeah, he's got hair. Okay, sure. When, when does he not have hair? Oh, I'm thinking of somebody else. You're thinking... I was thinking of Arnold Vosloo. I was going to say, you're <laughs> thinking of bloody... They're both in The Mummy. Yeah. But Arnold Vosloo, no, he's, I was going to say he's in Iron Man. He's not. There's yeah. another bald guy. Who's oh, we're not, bad at this. <laughs> we are. Uh, no, that'd be great. I'd have would be great. It'd be yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. He can grow a terrifying beard, and yes, that's what you can. want. With some white in it. Nice. Yeah. Very good. He was in, he used to be about the right age as well. He's in Resident Evil 3. Yes, he is, yeah. yeah. And probably other ones. He's in several of the Resident Evils, I think. <laughs> or just other? one. They all, grow, they all blow together. I, I don't know. I didn't see the last one. That's the one where they made like, Replica, like Tokyo or whatever. Oh, yeah, it was too. Did you see that one? Yeah, I must have. I've seen all of them. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway, that's great news. I'd like that. Oh, they're also making another Resident Evil. I don't know if you knew that. Great. Let's see it. <laughs> There's no way out of this. Should I watch the last one where they have Replica Japan or whatever? Yeah. All right, I will. Yeah. All right, well, let's talk about the movie that nobody saw. Oh, the, did nobody see it? The Man from Uncle. Open $14 million in the US, which is a budget of 75. So Ooh. it's not a complete, yeah. well, worldwide. It'll make it. Right. It'll make yeah. that back, yeah. On the flip side of that, straight out of Compton, which isn't out here, which I would like to talk about, made 50. 50- That's the whitest thing you've ever said, by the way. <laughs> On the flip side, straight out of Compton. <laughs> <laughs> it made $57 million. Oh, wow. Okay, so great. That's, that's bloody yeah. massive. Mm. Uh, I don't know if that's, hopefully that'll get a release here. I feel like. 
they'd be like, well, there's no market for that. I feel like absolutely will, yeah. But I feel like that's how it would be perceived. Oh, okay. By the movie studios. No, yeah. at the very least, it'll get like an indie release at like yeah, your indie cinemas. Okay, sure. Yeah. Now, before you say what you think of the man from Uncle. Yes. How, I got a letter for you. Yes. Uh, hello, James. People can email us at uh, weeklyplanetpod at gmail.com. You can email us any time of day. Any time of day, but not <laughs> night. No. If we receive an email, nighttime Australian time, we will throw it in the bin. Correct. We'll throw it in the bin. That bin goes in the car. The car goes <laughs> in the lake. All right? So check your times first. Hello, James and the other boys. I've been recently catching up on your shows, uh, specifically the uh, Mission Impossible Rogue Nation and Ant-Man reviews, and I noticed that Mason was not very enamored with either film. This, despite them, this despite them being both entertaining, fun, and good films by all accounts, and ones I'd rather I'd rank among my favourites of the summer. Usually, you both, usually you are both on the nail with your opinions compared with my own. What happened? Is he okay? Tell him to cheer the fuck up, Matt from England. Are you okay? I think you got hit in the head at some point, Matt from England. Yes, or me? precisely. Both <laughs> of you probably, and your opinions have gone all skew if. I I agree with you on. Ant-Man. I was like, yeah. I liked it, but I didn't love it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. People just, are loving Ant-Man. That's people bloody love yeah. Ant-Man. Yeah, it's, it's cool. Post-Fantastic Four reboots, <laughs> yeah. everything seems pretty great. Like, coming out of that, I'm like, wow, I was pretty harsh on Ant-Man now that I think about it. Like, it was, <laughs> like, considering what it could have turned into. Yeah, you're right. But, you know, you judge a film when you see it and whatever you're bloody feeling at the time, don't That's you? That's right. There we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think of Man from Uncle? <sighs> Pretty good. Yep, it's good. Solid. We're not going to have a, a lot to talk about nah, in this episode. Man, I don't really. feel. I mean, I like it, but this is this is the latest Guy Ritchie. Yeah. I haven't seen Guy like a picture of Guy Ritchie at, recently, but I'm pretty sure at this point he's like a perfect sphere because all his edges have been sanded off. <laughs> like he's got no edge left. This guy. If you'd say if if I'd just seen Snatch and then you presented me or Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels yeah. and you presented me with Man from Uncle and said who directed this, I would have had no idea. You got to remember that he was with Madonna for like ten years. Sure. Buddy, wear a man right there. I guess that's true. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. (laughs) And she made him make swept away. Yeah, that is true. Mm. The story of Man from Uncle. What did you think it was? Which is my standard standard question. That is good. So we've got two extraordinary. We've got two extraordinarily impossibly handsome men. Correct. One is. uh, Henry Cavill, who's playing the American Napoleon Solo. Yes. And he is a former criminal turned CIA agent or yes. just government, American government? I think government. he's CIA. I feel CIA he's, agent. Yeah. And uh, he's doing missions for the government yep. to to um, lessen his sentence. Yep. To get out of going to jail. Yep. And he encounters the man mountain that is... Mm-hmm. Uh, Army Il- Hammer. Army Hammer, as Il- Il- Ilya Karekaru. Yeah. And, and I'm just going to call him Army Hammer for yeah, the purposes of this episode. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, who is a Soviet agent, yep. and they don't get along, but they've got to get along for purposes <laughs> of hijinks. And nuclear weapons. Nuclear weapons. Uh, we got no spoilers and spoilers? Yeah, why not? Yeah. Sure. Uh-huh. Is Army Hammer really that tall? Apparently he's like 6'5", yeah. Huh. How tall is Henry Cavill? Like 6'1", 6'2", maybe? Huh. Yeah. That is... All right. <laughs> See, that... that you don't approve? Well, this is the Batman v Superman that we well, never yeah, really exactly. got, because Army Hammer was going to be Batman. He was cast. He that would have would have been you'd be like why is batman so much taller than superman i think that's how they're doing it in the new movie though huh yeah hmm. so is traditionally superman bigger than batman traditionally superman is six four yeah. batman is six, six two. One. Oh, six two. Yeah. i know okay good <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. may have changed i haven't checked that since the 80s but sure whatever. yeah yeah okay mm-hmm. great yeah they're both good right yeah sure yeah. i mean well who's the 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 actress is alicia vikander that's her who's mm-hmm. also great yeah what did you think she's also very good looking a lot of sure. very good looking people <laughs> in this movie 
What did you think of their accents in general? Uh, look. <laughs> no, pretty solid. Good yeah. enough, right? Yeah, good enough, exactly. At no point did they take me out of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. People, people don't like the Army Hammer Russian accent, but I was like, that's whatever. Have you seen any of uh, The Man from Uncle, the TV series? No, I haven't. I've seen selected episodes. Yeah, and? Like, because most, because they, they, Man from Uncle had a lot of odd guest stars. Yeah. Or like, they had a lot of guest actors, but like, before they were famous. So I've seen, there's an episode, I think, in the first season that is. Uh, it's got William Shatner and Leonard Nimoy in the same episode pre Star Trek. <laughs> That's great. pretty good. That's yeah. pretty great. So, like, tonally, this it's is Robert quite, Vaughan. It's Robert right? Vaughan who um, Magnificent Seven. Magnificent Seven. Yeah. Base. He's in basketball. <laughs> I think he's in basketball. Is he? I think so. He's in that that Star Wars knockoff. It's not the last Star Starfighter, but it's right. something like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's in. Um, he's. Yeah, uh, you would probably know him best as. Um, the rich guy in Bullet, who's all like, Bullet, get on the case, you're so Bullet. And then, then Bullet gets on the case, and then it, you turn, it turns out Robert Vaughn's kind of a bad guy, and he's like, get off the case, you're Bullet. Bullets. You're too Bullet for this case. <laughs> yeah, so it's him, and it's um, David McCallum, who is... Uh, uh, is David McCallum in... Uh, he's in NCIS. Oh, he's in it now, yeah. Yeah. But he, was he in The Greatest Escape? I think he was, yeah. Yeah. But he is, he, uh, is, yeah, so Robert Vaughn... Is was Napoleon Solo? Yeah, Ilya was played by David McCallum, who is Ducky in NCIS, the medical exa- <laughs> the the eccentric British medical examiner. Was, was that a very progressive show? Because this was, it was obviously made in the Cold War era. Yeah, and one of the protagonists was a Russian KGB agent. Ah, uh, it was more that like in the same way that Star Trek had a very kind of multicultural. I wouldn't say past. it was progressive. It was more that. Um, oh, by the way, Mason's fifty-seven years old. For yeah, I'm, I'm very old. <laughs> Ah, uh, it was no. It was more like the uncle. The uncle was sort of like uh, it wasn't strictly speaking the United Nations because I don't think they could they were allowed to say because it's UN. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was supposed they were like I think initially it was ambiguous as to whether it was the United Nations or what, okay. whatever. So it was like it's all the best agents and they're stopping evil. Okay, the evil of thrush. <laughs> I can't remember what thrush stood for. It doesn't matter. I don't think it stands for anything. No. It's, <laughs> Look, they're just here to stop thrush. <laughs> they're like Doctors Without Borders. They're trying to stop thrush worldwide. Good. Yeah. Anyway, I've seen progr- I've seen like assorted episodes. Yeah. Um, Did this capture the spirit of it? Yeah, sort of. Okay. So, um, well, it tonally, they've they've found his Kai Ritchie's kind of found a nice spot in the middle. Yeah. Because the early one, the early ones were in black and white, and like tonally, they were kind of they were more serious. Yeah. And then it got increasingly wackier over the years. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. And yeah. then I because it was four seasons, and I think by three it was super wacky. Yeah. And campy. Yeah. And then ratings were dropping. They're like, well, we've gone too far here. Let's make it more serious. Okay. And they sort of wound it back a bit, but it was too far and then it got cancelled. It's too late. But, yeah, too late. But I think they've sort of found a sweet spot in the middle. Do you think it was pretty funny, right? I thought it was... Some of the jokes fall a little bit You know bit what? Flat. I think it thinks it's funnier and clever, cleverer than, it is. than what it actually is. Right, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. But there's, that's not to say that I didn't enjoy it. I yeah. went with my dad because um, uh-huh. I thought he'd enjoy it because, you know, he's as old as you are. It's impossible <laughs> to tell what dads are going to like though, isn't it? Yeah, but you it's know really what? really difficult. He's like, yeah. It was fine. My dad really likes Team America World Police. Does he? Yeah. Man. Which is, I, it's funny. But yeah. It's, it's weird. I'm like, why do you like that, Dad? Dads aren't supposed to like that movie. You know what I mean? But I thought, because my dad loves all these kind of movies, like, yeah, yeah, you know, all that kind of era and, uh-huh. and whatever. Yeah, he was like, oh, bloody Hugh Grant. I'm like, you hate Hugh Grant? He's like, yeah, kind of. Like, huh. why? Yeah. So I found out my dad hates Hugh Grant. That's so wow. I, who I like a lot. What a revelation. Yeah. Yeah, but so... He's not in it that much. Strictly speaking, pretty much every episode I've seen of The Man From Uncle, yeah. 
it's sort of this idea of here's the regular world and here's the world of espionage and they sort of cross paths okay. and there'll be like an innocent bystander who gets sort of caught in the crossfire sure. and like the good guys have to protect them and blah, blah, blah. So that's that sort of fits in because they get... Um, Alicia bloody... Yeah, Vikander. Vikander, yeah. As a, as what's her face name? Yeah. Gabby is her name. But she joins one of the team, mate. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then it's a, it's bloody on and there's triple and double crosses all the way to the bloody end. <laughs> yep. Um, did you like the accents? Of, We've talked no, about sorry, the accents. <laughs> I'm going to say action. Did you like the action? Yeah, good. But like I said with Guy Ritchie now, like if we take it right at the start, there's a car chase. I liked that opening sequence. It's pretty sequence. fun. Yeah. But didn't you feel like it, it, there was a lot of green screen to Oh, that? definitely. Yeah, like yeah. Like if you think of like, when I think of like Snatch. It looked like Sin City. Yeah. With it, colour. Yeah, with with Snatch or with Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels, when there's a scene with cars, at some point somebody's going to get their head beaten with a car door. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, it feels very street level yeah. and kind of real and solid. But yeah. with this, this, you know, it was it was fun and tense, but at the same time weird and plasticky. You know yeah, what I sure. Mean? Yeah. yeah, you're right. But I enjoyed that. But I think that action scene isn't, there's nothing as funny or as interesting as that. Right. In the rest, the rest of the, of the movie. movie, yeah. yeah. Like, I enjoyed how Army Hammer's, like, the, the Russian Terminator kind of yes. kind of guy. I also enjoyed the fact that it wasn't, it's not a guy who's fast and nimble and smart and yeah. a guy who's giant and an idiot. Okay. Like, they're both quite competent <laughs> yeah, in their roles yeah. kind of thing, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. They just have different accents. They just have different accents, precisely. Yeah, and fashion sense. Different fashion sense, certainly. <laughs> oh, that's what I wanted to ask you. I'm ready. You're a, you're a man of fashion. Sure. What did you think of the fashion? Not bad fashion. <laughs> Look, Napoleon. That's a rigging endorsement. Napoleon Solo's gone for a bit of a gone for a bit of a Pierre Cardin look. Bit of but Pierre Pierre Cardin. Bit of uh, I was going to say. Bit of John Steed in the Avengers. Okay, you know, like his, sure. Like his three piece suits and stuff, and yep. he's kind of. But the you know, but he's of course a giant man, so it's not quite sure. Doesn't yeah. quite work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, what would you put a giant man in? A big duffel coat. Yeah, big duffel. <laughs> Just a burlap sack <laughs> sure. or a barrel. It says big mad on it. Yeah, a barrel <laughs> with suspenders on it. <laughs> and uh, we got bloody Army Hammer as sort of a, a street urchin. Yeah, yeah exactly. Looks pretty good. Big Oliver. Yeah, mm-hmm. precisely. Okay. His little hats. But he knew stuff about women's fashion. Yeah. And that was nice. Well, in the, in the TV series, yeah. he actually, because there was a reunion movie, I think, in maybe the 80s. Okay. And he retired and became... A fashion designer. Oh, I think. really? Yeah. So that's a fun little. I should have done a bloody Easter egg. Should have done a video. bloody Easter egg video. It's too late. But who cares? Nobody's <laughs> no going to watch this. Cares. Yeah. People have already switched off. Mm. Um. What about, I'm trying to think of the other action sequences. What? What about like you know the bit on the boat? Yes. I guess this is sort of a spoiler. I guess. Let's matter. just review this now. Okay. So yeah. uh, performances are great. It was pretty fun. Was, I, I had a good time. I wouldn't. I wouldn't recommend it. I'd say. Gosh. No. I'd say if you if it's something you, it's it's okay. It's yeah. fine. But so it's on that. It's like there's I, a lot. I felt there was a lot of exposition. Yeah, especially early on. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of people. There's a lot of Napoleon Solo being smug and explaining yeah. something at length. <laughs> yeah, there's sure. a lot of that, which sort of took, takes me out of the movie. Yeah, if you can't do it with action, yeah, do it with words. Do it with words, precisely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, but no, no, I give it a ten. I give. I say best movie ever because it's not offensive. Yeah, and it's fine. Mm. What do you say? I say best movie ever as well. Because well. of the fashions. Would you say it was... Yes, because of the fashions. Because of that Pierre Cardin look. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, how do you feel this stacks up to the most recent Guy Ritchie stuff? I think it's better than the Sherlock movies. Okay. that Those have no... Speaking of no edge. 
Yeah. Like I know yeah. people like those, yeah. but I don't think they're they're anything. Right. Like, have you seen them? Yeah, I've seen the first one. I mean, I didn't I didn't see Revolver and I didn't see Rock and Roller. No. I I've I've seen bloody Snatch and Lockstock. Right. Sherlock Holmes's. What do you this. think he's going to do next? Do you think he's going to He's doing King Arthur. Right. So he's not going to do he so it's been a long time since he's done an actual original Guy Ritchie kind of property. Yeah, I guess so. Well, no, he did no Rock and Roller was um was that kind of thing. Toby Kebble was in it. Yeah, but that's been a few years now, right? Oh, maybe not. Yeah, yeah probably like yeah. 2006. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I think at this point he's like, I'll just make the big the big Hollywood movies or yeah. whatever. I think that's how it <laughs> Finally. Goes. Well, he's only, he's been mid-40s. Yeah. So I don't know what he's up to. What's mm-hmm. his deal, mate? Um, so yeah, there's an action sequence where Army Hammer's flying around a speedboat and Henry Cavill's just watching him and eating food. I thought that was fun. I did, but I thought it went for too long. I'm like, this again, this is a moment where you think this is cleverer than it actually right, is. Right, but you don't have you a full appreciation of a man slowly eating a sandwich in a truck. <laughs> That's probably which true. Which I enjoy a lot. So Look, I'm sure know. there's a thousand YouTube channels dedicated to that very thing. <laughs> yep. So maybe I'm just desensitized. <laughs> But yeah, I thought that was... You know what I've been watching a lot of recently? What? And I, we should have saved this for what we're eating, but I'll say it now. Is you ever watch a YouTube video of somebody like bursting a blackhead? Oh, what? No. They're really satisfying. I don't want to watch that. You should. Just get one. Just get a couple under your belt. You'll be like, wow. You're a weird creep, mate. There's, they got a lot of views, <laughs> let me tell you. Not in my man cave. All right, fine. No, they would. Yeah. I watched something of like, do you know the the Tsitsi fly? Yes. That's based, yeah, so for those people who don't know, it's uh, this is off topic. But uh, these bugs that there's this type of fly that lay like the eggs un- under your skin, yes, and then it grows into a maggot, uh-huh. and you can feel them crawling around like in your skull. <laughs> so what you got to do, you put a bit of tape over it, and it dies because there's no oxygen, and then you pull out like you know like a two centimeter long maggot or an inch, whatever, uh-huh. whatever the American. <laughs> so you've been watching videos of that? No, I haven't watched them. I'm saying that is like something that's as bad as I'll go. I'm not going to bloody watch a guy bloody. Okay, fine. It's a fucking blackhead. <laughs> um, what other action sequences were there? Mm. They they kind of the, there was a lot of shooting in that last bit because they infiltrate a thing. Yes, but it's just kind of machine. as a montage. Yeah. I felt that was the point. With, there was a lot of split screen montaging. Yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting in so far as we've seen that a million times. Yeah, especially this kind of nineteen sixties. Yeah. We'll all put on the black berets and the and have yeah. the machine guns and shoot up a. You know, a James a Bond style whatever, island yeah. castle hide, yeah. headquarters kind of thing. So I think it, it was kind yeah, of I smart for him to go. Yeah. We've seen it. Yeah. Skip it. It's Agreed. fine. We'll I'll get to the that. we'll get to the meat of this. There was a quite there was a bit of um, which I was in the first show that comes. I don't know about the second one where it's sort of that that quick reveal of what happened. Uh, like, yeah. you, do you hate those? No, I don't hate it, but it makes you can't tell me something and then okay so the, the one that i hated because they kept doing it was the last one yep where he goes we can trace the signal yeah where her ship is or whatever uh-huh. and then literally two minutes later they had a flashback to him saying we can trace the it signal wasn't even two minutes yeah you're right it was like 30 seconds so i was like i'm not an idiot like i remember yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that's and that's another example of like this movie thinks it's smarter than what it is uh-huh like it's like so you didn't catch that, did you? No, I, I noticed because you just said it. Right. Like I did. I didn't miss uh-huh. it. Yeah. No, I felt again. I'm not against those. And see that that I feel is that's what Guy Ritchie has left, kind of thing. Like mm. that is his. Like that's yeah, a bit of, sig- a bit of that, that is a bit of signature Guy Ritchie that he's put in there. Like and that's that's all the personality yeah. he's given to this. Okay. I didn't think the movie was entirely without personality. I thought it was fun. Fashion was good. Fashion was good. Yeah. That Pierre cut down. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. What about the the action sequence where they're driving in the forest or whatever? That went on way too long. Didn't it? Yeah. 
It was that felt more. I like the villain of a smarmy nineteen sixties Italian. <laughs> more of that? Yeah, that was great. He had a great Pierre Cardin look. <laughs> I could have to look this guy up. Yeah, or fashion brand. Uh, it's a fashion brand that's sort of gone to the dogs, but it's back in the day. <laughs> Good. Yeah, they're also talking. Like I said as well, I did a review of this. Um, they're talking sequel for this. Okay, and I wouldn't mind that because we I think- sort of had a sequel in the credits. Did you stick around for the no, credits? No, I didn't. What happened in the credits? Well, look, in the credits, we because they're like... My dad was just yelling about Hugh Grant. <laughs> oh, speaking of Hugh Grant, I enjoyed... No, I, I assumed Hugh Grant was going to be the bad guy in this. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Mm. But then it turned out obviously not. But in you know at the end, he's like, you were all going to Istanbul. Yeah. In the credits, just in stills behind the credits, yeah. it's the stuff they're doing in Istanbul. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, it's there you go. It's kind of fun. Yeah. So there's your bloody Like sequel. it's them in Istanbul wearing the, wearing the Istanbul... <laughs> Equivalent of the Pierre Cardin look and just being there and, you know, it's fun. And you see all the file cards with all their vital statistics and stuff okay. like that. Did you leave straight away? Yeah, man. I was right, like, out that door. Okay, fine. Yeah. Yeah. But I would watch a sequel to this. Me too. Mm. Um, I think I think it has legs and I think, and again, I said this in my review, you can have it like your super serious Bond or Bourne yep. where it's all gritty and grimy and uh-huh. he's wearing like a like a real gross sweater and running through <laughs> fucking Prague or whatever. <laughs> like you're going to have that. A real gross $10,000 sweater. Just <laughs> yeah, so right. clear. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I fucking hate Prague, by the way. <laughs> that's, that's a story for another day. But um, I was going to say. But this is more. You can have this. You can yeah. have some fun stuff, man. Yeah. Did you feel it was reminiscent of a Bond movie in the 60s? Well, what I did think, you feel? Yeah, I did. And I, that, I, again, I sound like a bloody broken record from the 60s, mate, because records <laughs> are from then. Um, Yeah. It feels like that. Like, it feels like Quentin Tarantino made a real watered-down 60s Bond movie. Right, okay. Which he actually wanted to do. So you mean, like, it, does it feel like uh, Quentin Tarantino got the keys to the Bond franchise? Yeah. He said, I'm going to make this movie, and they're like, up, 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 not so fast. Yeah. You've got to take a lot of stuff out, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. And he doesn't really do that, obviously. No, so that's, whatever. yeah, right, right, right. Okay. Yeah. But um, that's amazing that he can just do whatever he wants. I know, right? What a bloody legend. Yeah. What a bloody coke fan. No, that, that does feel, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Allegedly. Um, no. Yeah, no, that, that does kind of, you're, I think you're right. That does, does feel kind of yeah. like that. So it does, it feels like it's, it's faster paced than a Bond movie from that era. Certainly. But it is, yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Imagine if this was a Bond movie from the 60s. You'd be like, this one's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? You would. But its <laughs> expectations have changed, right? Yeah, you're absolutely right. You'd be right. like, he's not walking down slowly down a hallway <laughs> to get a, pick up a phone in the hotel lobby while the James Bond theme plays for some reason. <laughs> yeah. What, what pacing. It was. Um, I like this movie now that I Yeah, I liked it, it too. Yeah. He was, um, what was I going to say? He wanted the rights. Quentin Tarantino oh, in to, um to the man from Uncle to no no to sorry he wanted the rights to Bond after Die Another Day he's like give me the keys <laughs> yeah. he's like I'll make a Pierce Brosnan sixties era Bond movie yeah yeah uh-huh. and they were like no and then they uh, obviously didn't yeah, yeah. but I want to see a sixties Bond there's movie, a lot man. of appeal in that Absolutely. in that era because they, they make um you could they they use, very occasionally they will release release a new Bond novel yeah set in the sixties okay sure I can't remember who wrote the last one but it's it's him writing as James as Ian Fleming. What? Like he writes the. Oh, okay. So he's, he's not ri- like I'm Ian Fleming and I'm writing a James Bond novel. It's <laughs> not right. that. Yeah, you know, it's, it's like, not an account of Ian Fleming writing a yeah, James Bond like, novel. Yeah, it's like it's a it's an oh, I can't remember. The it's name written of. in his style. Is yeah, that it's written saying? in his style and it's quite good actually. Okay, I've never written. Re- uh, re- I don't think I've ever read any of them. They're not novels. great. Look yeah. again. <laughs> speaking of this man from Uncle Reboot being better than some of those movies. Yeah. This the 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 latest Bond novel is a lot better than 
some sure. of the Ian Fleming ones. Did you know Ian Fleming uh, created some of the concepts for Man from Uncle? Really? He created the character Napoleon Solo. What do you think of the name? I like the name. Me too. Yeah, it's good, right? It's a good name. Yeah. What else did he think of? How many women should be struck per episode? <laughs> Probably. He also came up with a character from The Girl from Uncle, which was the spin-off series. Oh, really? What was that like? I can't remember. I didn't watch any of those. Um, I don't know. I don't really have anything else to say about yeah, it. Yeah, that's fair. It's pretty good, I guess. Yeah, great. I've got a letter here about it yeah, while you're looking ready. up a thing. Okay, ready. Hey, James and Nick. I watched The Man from Uncle today and thought it was relatively fun, but ultimately quite a forgettable movie. I wouldn't be offended uh, by the thought of a sequel, though. Yeah, that's exactly it, isn't it? Mm, yeah. I was wondering... Uh, now that they've set the table, <laughs> let's have some The Bloody Main Course. All right? <laughs> I was wondering what you thought about the accents yeah. in the movie. I thought Army Hammer's Russian accent wasn't the best, but at least he committed to it. Uh, Alicia, Alicia Vikander just used her own Swedish accent. And when her, character was, when her character was German, I couldn't place Elizabeth Debicki's accent at all. It wasn't Australian, um, but wasn't Italian, which is where I assume her character was from. Overall, pretty mixed bag, which took something away from the, the otherwise good performances to me. Thanks, Colin. I thought it was like very slick and very cool, and you know, it was it was briskish. Yeah, sure, it's fine. Yeah, it's great. That'll do it. That'll do it. Sebastian Falks, he wrote "Devil May Care" in two thousand and eight. In the style of Ian Fleming. That's, that's real a, good. That's a good name for a Bond movie. Yeah, pretty good. Apparently, right? they're running out of James Bond books to. Oh, they're done. Yeah, they're they're all. Yeah, no, no. There's more titles they can take. One of them is James Bond goes to New York. (laughs) Oh, James Bond in New York. Yeah, that was. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, one of the short stories. They're never going to use that. No, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Well, Quantum of Solace was just. uh, It's name only. It's name only, and it was like a short story in a in a compilation. One of one of which the name which I forget, but great name though. Yeah, not a great film. No. Anything else? No, that'll do. You know what it's time for. What's it time for? What we read in? What we're gonna read? I'm doing the theme. What are we reading today? That's how we're doing it now, apparently. <laughs> yep. Uh, what do you read aside from gross bloody YouTube videos? Uh, you know what? We talked about this last week. I rewatched Fantastic Four: Rise of the Silver Surfer. Oh, did you? It is so much better than the reboot. Wow! Like there are some. There's clearly some kind of hokey moments in it. Yeah. Like you know, there's a scene where. Reed Richards goes to his to a dance bachelor, club. Yeah, he goes to his bachelor party, <laughs> and he and he does, and he starts that. doing groovy dance yeah, yeah. with all his stretchy limbs or whatever. But it's quite solid. Like it's it's a wow, it's, really it's quite yeah. solid. Like because I don't think we talk about this in the show, but we saw the first Fantastic Four movie together, the one we from two thousand and five. We saw them both together. Yeah. yeah, and the first one was incredibly bad. Yes, although I haven't we haven't seen it since. True, and then the new one came out, and we. I went in with my expectations so low. I'm like, yep. this is going to be total garbage. Yeah. Why are we doing this? Because we hate ourselves. And I went in and I'm like, oh, that's pleasantly, surpri- pleasantly surprised yeah. how good it was. And I've always thought, well, maybe it was just Stockholm. Good's not the word. You're going to say good? I'm saying it was generally, yeah, good. Wow. And then, and, but I'm, the whole time I'm like, maybe it's just because my expectation was so low. Sure. I thought it was good. I'll rewatch it. Because it was off it. the back of Spider-Man 3 as well, yeah, yeah, which yeah. wasn't good. So either. I rewatched it. It's good. It's fun. Jesus. Like it's, I'm going to have to watch it's, it. It's silly and it's not... Like it's it's certainly not um, modern day MCU good. Yeah, but it's pretty good fun. I like Chris, the Chris Evans is great in it. Yeah, as uh, Johnny, Johnny Storm. Storm. It's, he's obsessed with like building the Fantastic Four brand and becoming okay. even more famous than he already is. Chickless is in it. Jessica Alba was pretty good. Yep, and they're like, Mister Fantastic isn't great, is he? He's all right. Really? He's kind of goofy, but it's all right. He's better than bloody the one we got recently. <laughs> Old and tough like, guy both, McGee. Like, yeah, like, and Mr. Fantastic and Invisible Woman are like adults. 
They're like, Reed Richards is like, I'm sorry I did all the science stuff on our wedding day. I ruined everything. And she's like, well, we, we, we're we stopping the world from being destroyed, so that's fine. <laughs> like, I understand. I'm, I'm not an idiot. Both of us are adults. Yeah, exactly. Okay, there you go. It's good fun. I, yeah. li- I remember liking the conclusion where Johnny gets all the powers and beats up Dr. Doom. Oh, yeah, that was I good. I remember enjoying that. Yeah. And I also like the Silver Surfer stuff in that. Yeah. I don't like Galactus. That's obviously not good. No, it's never really... Big cloud. Yeah, the backstory is never fully established. Yeah. Like Because we never see Silver Surfer's origin, really. No. So we never really understand why he's built his allegiance to a big cloud. <laughs> like, because in the comic... But it's know, a pretty big cloud. Right, because in the comic book... <laughs> in the comic book versions, you know, it's an actual entity and he can speak to it and blah, 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 and, you know... Mm. And you sort of... And you understand, like, how he gives the powers to the Silver Surfer or whatever. But yeah. how, how does a big cloud give... Why doesn't he just turn the Silver Surfer guy into a big cloud? That's a good question. It is a smaller cloud, really. A smaller <laughs> yeah, silver so cloud. You wouldn't turn him into a bigger cloud. No, that's that's madness. Be, no, yeah, it's madness. I never understood like why the Silver Surfer's like... Because he kills Silver Surfer's family, doesn't he, in the whole planet where he's from? No, he doesn't. Oh, that's the condition. That is the condition. Is that in the movie? No, it's never mentioned. Okay, all right. So we did say that. Okay. Yeah, and he... So that's why he does it. That makes way more sense. Yeah, in the, in the original comic books... Um, Silver Surfer, uh, Galactus is going to destroy the planet. Yep. And Noran Rad, who's the guy who becomes a Silver Surfer, he's the only guy on the planet with a spaceship because everybody else is like, yeah, space travel, who cares? So, so he's, he's like, I got this. Yeah, so he's like, I got this. Because he, he's always wanted to be like an astronaut or whatever. Yeah. But the society's like, yeah, whatever. We did that. That's boring. Um, <laughs> and so he flies into space and he confronts Galactus and he's like, look, you know, you, you move too slow, whatever. Cause you, yeah. So you always have to just kill, destroy whatever planet you find, but I can do it faster. Yeah. And then Galactus like, well, you will because I give you all the powers. Shazam. Yeah. Is that, he was pointing to Shazam. Shazam, Shazam yeah. Who yeah, flew yeah, past. Yeah, exactly. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay, good. Now, in the comics, can you explain to me how Galactus, original Galactus would eat a planet? Because he's like nine feet tall. He's not, he's not, he doesn't really like, in the originals he's got, because Galactus is just sort of a concept more than he is like an actual guy okay because sure. like his size varies all the time yeah, yeah. and it's not like an artist error it's like sometimes he decides to be 30 feet tall and yeah. sometimes he decides to be 100 feet tall or whatever okay sure but what he does is because he's got a big spaceship yeah and he gets to the planet and he like he's got a big chair doesn't he he's got a big chair and he'll drop down like big jack kirby style machines on the yeah. planet and they will convert the life energy of the planet to a plate of broccoli. Yeah, a plate of broccoli, and then he eats the broccoli at his little at his little cosmic powered table. Yeah, great. So he doesn't actually chomp down. I mean, there's a lot of like there's a lot of Galactus art where he's literally chomping on a planet yeah, or whatever. But, but he's not. He really never actually thing. does that. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. that's very deceptive. I know. He gets a bl- bl- bloody bad rap, mate. Yeah. What, what have you been reading? Well, I just want to know. What does he do with it? Was he what, just? Was he doing that? What do you mean? Was he bloody? Well, Galactus is the last survivor of the previous universe that existed before the current universe. Yeah, but there's a reason that that universe no longer exists because it's stupid. Yeah, it was big stu- stupid men. Stu- yeah, no, you're that. right. But, but no, but he wasn't a big guy. He was just a regular guy. Oh. And then he survived. Well, I assume. And actually, he was. I think. From what I remember, was he a celestial? No. So they're a different thing. They're a different thing. So he basically there was. I think there was one civilization left in the in the previous universe. Yeah. And they're like, we're going to survive the thing. So they all merge into like one guy. Yeah. And then he does something and he survives the, the destruction of the old universe. And then he comes out of it and he's Galactus mm. and he has to eat planets to live. And if he dies, the universe dies, which is why nobody can just kill him. Like that's the question. Is why, don't, uh, why don't we just like if all the superheroes teamed up, they could probably kill him. Who cares if the old universe dies? No, this universe would die. Ah, oh, fine, yeah. I guess. Yeah. God. God. What have you been reading this week? That's 
That guy sounds like, I don't know, man. I like him. <laughs> well, I like what he's about. Uh-huh. Um, I've been reading American Vampire. Oh, yeah. I've been uh, recommended it a few times. It's Scott Snyder and Stephen King, famous authors, both mm-hmm. of them. Yeah. It's really great. It's about, uh, it's, it's, it's kind of set in two kind of time periods and it obviously, and it, and it does also move forward through various eras. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it starts off kind of in the old West and also 1925 and it, and it parallels these two stories about. Oh, yes, I've heard about this. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. It's so that you've got your kind of your original, like your classic kind of weird bloody Transylvanian European Euro trash vampires. Uh-huh. And like uh, they accidentally turn this outlaw. Um, this American outlaw into a vampire, which has who has none of the weaknesses of a vampire. Right, gotcha. Like Blade, and and but he's he's like a monster. Uh-huh. Like he's not a good bloke by any stretch. Right, sure. And so it's he's not a Tom Cruise in an interview with a vampire. I've never seen that movie. None of the right. Let's watch it now. Let's watch the sequel as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's great. It's really good. It's, it's kind of it's it's obviously very gory and and whatever. But I like what they've done with the law. I like mm-hmm. that there's lots of volume, so I can bloody read through it, mate, yeah. and and just bloody get into it. Mm. I yeah. might actually reread Devil May Care, the uh, James Bond novel. Okay, give that a whirl. What's the theme song for it? Oh, okay. So are we doing? No, oh, sorry. One more before we do okay, that. I'm ready. That was the next thing. Yeah. Uh, this is a, what we're reading from um, Bailey from London. Yep. Hey, James and Dick, Gra- Dick Grayson. Uh, a long time, actually says Dick Gayson, but you know. Yeah, you cleaned it up. <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah. A long time, this was the podcast. There are the slows on this podcast. <laughs> Just wondering if you blokes are going to see Southpaw that's out on the 20th in Australia with Jake Gyllenhaal. I saw it uh, a few Sundays back and, it, and it's got great performances and also surprisingly gritty and realistic for the situation this guy's in, despite a few leaps in logic towards the end. Tragic story to endure with a great ending. Uh, can I be the official Rob Schneider slash Roy Schneider? <laughs> Shider of the show. Thanks, lads. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Are you going to see Southpaw? You can also be the, the Roy Shire of the booth. <laughs> All those three things. You going to see Southpaw? Yeah. I think I will. Yeah. I won't rush out and see it, but I've heard it's it's good. I've heard it's incredibly like grim and depressing, but it's, mm. it's, it's like Gyllenhaal I heard is really good in that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's got, he's, I think he's kept his Prince of Persia abs. Oh, so. great. <laughs> Right, do we have a theme for letters this week, Mason? Well, as you know, I and know. as the listeners know, you all ref- you refuse to edit in a new let- a letters theme every week. Correct. So I asked the listeners to send me a new letters theme every week. So if you want to do that, yes, uh, record a letters theme, put it on YouTube, yep. tweet me the link, yep. so I can play it through my phone because that's the only way this is happening. Basically, and you only pick one, don't you? Yes, and it might not even necessarily be the best one. <laughs> <laughs> it's whatever one that it's whatever I find first. Basically, I get a lot of tweets. Who knows? Sure. Anyway, this week, as I said, in, in honor of you're Manfred, a bit of a bloody internet celebrity, are you? You're bloody making your app in the world. You're a bloody. You're going to be a bloody nostalgia critic, are you? Yes. A bloody Doug Walker, mate. Yep. Good. So go on. So anyway, a bloody it, James Rolfe. Oh yes, he's good. I like that <laughs> he guy. Is good. Um, anyway, so this week I said, could people send uh, in a letters theme, like a spy themed one, because we're talking about the man from Uncle. Sure. Uh, and we got one from Ben Stanbridge. And Great. here we go. Ears unheard. Here we go. We're going to play it through the thing. Good. Oh, you good start.
That is haunting. That was haunting. Kind of sexy. Thank you, Ben. That was great. <laughs> I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the, also uh, the the audio of me saying spy theme, <laughs> just, in, just in case it wasn't spy theme enough. So thanks. That's great. Cool. Let's what, listen to some letters. What about next week? Bearing in mind, I think we're going to watch Agent 47 for next week. Someone emailed in and they said, stop watching movies every week because I don't want to go see a different movie every week. Good point. Which I can understand. Yeah, sure. Hopefully this will be the last one. Because okay. I, I, I want to do a, a regular show. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I'm sick of this fucking movie. I'm sick of saying movies. Yeah, they're no good, are they? (laughs) Movies are bad. Uh, If you want to send us a letter, uh, weeklyplanetpod at gmail.com. I think we mentioned that. But yeah, that'd be great. Sorry, letters theme for next week, though. Um, Do you want to think about it? I'll think about it. All right, sit on it, mate. In a polite way. In a happy day style of sitting (laughs) on it. Exactly. Okay, great. This is from Michael. I'm from Sweden. Jump into the accent. Yes. I'm from Sweden. Very good. Oh, it's so offensive, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, and I tried to get my friends to listen to the podcast, but they said they hate people with Irish accents, which made me laugh so hard. <laughs> the Irish are all right, aren't they? No. Bloody greens, mate. That's right. I don't know if you remember that. Uh, but I was wondering, uh, do you guys have any favorite Swedish actors? A- actors? Uh, do you want to name some? Because uh, he's, he's listed four. But if you want to name some, I'll, I'll Is ta- Mads Mikkelsen Swedish? Uh, he's not on here. Then it's Mads Mikkelsen. No, I don't know. <laughs> like, tell me some Swedish a- actors. Peter Stormare. Okay. Jurassic Park 2. Peter Skarsgård? Uh, that's Stellan Skarsgård. Stellan no. Skarsgård, yeah. sure. You know Peter Stormare, right? No. He's in Fargo. He's in Jurassic Park oh, 2. Oh, okay, yeah. I think he's in Joey, the, the sitcom Joey. Oh, sure. He's in Arrow. He's Count Vertigo in Arrow. Oh, okay, great. Yeah, he's great. Yes. Uh, he's in Armageddon. He's the Russian guy in Armageddon. He's the big rock in Armageddon. Sure. Yes, he's the big rock. Stellan Skarsgård. Stellan Skarsgård. He's pretty good, yeah. Thor 1 and 2. Alexander Skarsgård. Oh, he is. He is. Wait, you said Peter. I can't Skarsgård. remember what I said. Yeah, well, Which one's Alexander Skarsgård? You know. Which one's he? What's he in? Yeah, I'll bring him up. Where's he from? He was in. He's in True Blood. Oh, that guy. He's that guy. Yeah, I know him. Okay, he's right. in Battleship. <laughs> so he's Swedish. Yes. Okay, there you go. Um, look up bloody Hannibal. <laughs> Mads Mikkels. Yeah. He'd be on here. Greta Garbo. Who's she's she? she's Swedish. Who's she? Well, I know her. For those people who don't know, Garbo is the slang term for garbage man in Australia. Correct. Yeah. Dolph Lundgren. Great. Apparently, he's in Kindergarten Cop 2. It's a real thing. There you go. <laughs> Great. Um, Michael Prendabar. Oh, yeah. Brandt. Mm-hmm. He's in The Hobbit 2 and yep. 3. If you remember, you only saw the third one, didn't you? Yes, I did. He's the guy who drops off an eagle and turns into a bear. Do you remember that? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> That's Believe me, mate. It's a real thing. Okay, that good, happens. great. Uh, and Maylene Ackerman, Ma- Maylene Ackerman, Ackerman, yeah, who is Watchmen. Um, yeah, Watchmen, yeah, yeah. They're all good. And she's in. She's great in Children's Hospital as well. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great fun. I think she's in the one where Ben Stiller gets married and he's like, "I think I hate my dumb wife." It's not called that. <laughs> Should be though. Yeah. <laughs> Joel uh, Kinnaman, Robocop. He's Swedish. Is he? Yeah. There's quite a few. I know. It's not even more Swedish. Ingrid than, Berman. No. Bergman. Don't know, don't know her. Ingmar Bergman. They're the same person? No, they're different people. <laughs> Any others? No, that, that's All it. Right. Uh, this is just some of the most famous ones you can choose, uh, but you can choose anyone else. Also, can I be the official Swedish guy of the podcast? Yes. Yes, you can. You have to be the official Swedish chef, though. Correct. Yeah. Also, my favorite Swedish actor is Mads Mikkelsen. <laughs> Where's he from? I think he's from Denmark. I don't know. Hmm. Do you want another letter? Yes. <laughs> This is from Curtis. Uh, this is from Andrew from. He Tech. is from Denmark. All right, great, good guess. <laughs> Thank you. You know your that it regions of the I world. I know. 
<laughs> he's got that. He's got that Pierre Cardin look. You know what I mean? I know that I know trash like. look. Yeah, <laughs> that's because that's, that's what it is now, right? Yeah, that's what you said. Your words, um, Andrew from Texas. The official question uh, of the podcast: mm-hmm. Greetings and salutations, Nick and James. This past year has sparked the rise of that television show reboot with upcoming projects such as Heroes Reborn, which apparently the creator said, by the way, that it's going to be better than Heroes. If you can believe that. I cannot. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess. <laughs> You'd hope so, wouldn't you? You, you would really hope so. <laughs> with uh, uh, Full House, the X-Files miniseries, Twin Peaks, etc. As well as several in development, including the recently announced Fresh Prince. They're doing that again, by the way. Uh, Xena Warrior Princess and Xena Warrior Princess. With all these former shows returning like an undead horde, I was wondering if there are any shows uh, that you would like to see brought, brought back to the small screen, aside from Firefly, because we're never going to get that back, unfortunately. Anyways, keep doing. No, no, we're going to do a we're going to do a petition. That's still going, isn't that, it? That petition is still going, so we're definitely going to get Firefly. Joss back. Whedon doesn't want to make big movies anymore, does he? No, he does he wants not. To make Why a, would he? He wants to re- resurrect a dead property that ma- that nobody watched initially. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I do like Firefly, but yeah, mm. it's not coming back. I would like to see a reboot of the computer animated cartoon series reboot. <laughs> I genuinely would. I think not just for a they're pun. doing that. Great, good. Yeah, great. You know, I'm going to say something. Oh, first of all, P.S. I did want a Psycho Star remake shot for shot of Batman 89 for the next Batman solo film. Yes. Nick, you understanding madman. That's right. Um, I don't I don't need any of these. Just make new stuff. Why do we have to keep but going? thinking is hard. Thinking of new stuff is hard. Yeah, but like, why is, I'm sick of all this nostalgia bullshit. Can't we just make new stuff and move forward? No. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. And I mean, that means... Quickly, think of a new idea. <laughs> Quickly, can't. think of one. I can't, mate. Okay, teenage mutant. Yeah. Cats. Great. Samurai Pizza Cats. You're thinking of Samurai Pizza Cats. You're thinking of a Samurai Pizza Cats reboot. Exactly. <laughs> no, it's hard to think of a new thing, I guess. But mm. I'm just saying, like, I, I, I feel like a lot of the times, like, okay, for example, the guy who does bloody, what's it called? That comedy that got cancelled, Arrested Development. Uh-huh. What's his name? The guy Mitch made, Hurwitz. Mitch Hurwitz. I'd like to see him make a new thing. Don't. Yep. Keep forcing him to make blood like, and talk about um, Arrested Development, uh-huh. which is an amazing show. But I'm sure he's got other ideas. If you just let him do it, do <laughs> maybe he's it? only got the one idea though. And uh. outwardly, he's like, "Oh, well, look, the fans want Arrested Development, so I talked to Netflix and I got more." But that—that's what you want, I guess. But then he leaves the press conference. He's like, "Oh, I did it again. <laughs> I convinced people that I had other ideas other than Arrested Development." <laughs> yeah, I guess. Look, uh, look. To be fair, out of those. I'm interested to see what the X-Files series is, is like. Yes. But then again, I don't care. I <laughs> probably won't watch Heroes. Yep. Um, I will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'll probably tune. I'll probably watch the Full House trailer. Um yeah. Twin Peaks I never watched originally, and I heard if you go back and watch it now, you're just like, what is this? <laughs> like, a lot of people still have a they, they love it. I know it's very popular, but uh-huh. I've heard it doesn't necessarily hold up. Right. Is that true? Have you seen it? No, not recently. Okay, good. But, you know, then again, the director's... Like, you know, if Twin Peaks comes back and you can just like jump in and watch it, yep. I'll probably just do that. Mm-hmm. Hurwitz has signed a multi-year deal with Netflix. He'll be executive producing Flaked, starring Will Arnett. I don't know what that is, but it sounds great. Yep. And Lady Dynamite, starring Maria Bamford. That sounds great. That I don't know what it good. is, but all I'm right. on board with it. All right. Both of those sound all right. Great. Mm. You win this round, Hurwitz. You have two more ideas that we know about. <laughs> good for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey James and Mesa, I've been listening to you guys for uh, about a year now. I just want to say I'm a really huge fan. The only thing is I've yet to find someone uh, who finds the podcast as well as James' YouTube channel as terrific as I do. I live in Canada, so I understand that 
that the blizzards and igloos and polar bears may get in my line of vision. Causing, and the politeness, probably. <laughs> probably. Causing it to be a difficult... Uh, causing it to be difficult to spot a weekly... A fellow Weekly Planet fan. But maybe we can think of some sort of mating call in order to identify a fellow obsessed listener. Thanks so much, love, Mike. P.S. I'd like to be the official Wolverine's left side burn of the podcast. Smiley face. Love it. Should there be some kind of mating call? Maybe I think you should yell wackadadoo really loud. <laughs> wackadadoo! Like that. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> to indicate you're a weekly wackadadoo. Which, again, we've established I'm bringing back. I don't... You know, do you, do you like it when you listen to a video or a podcast or whatever and they're like... and I've said this before. I don't like when someone's like, hey... And they give you a name or whatever. Oh, which sure, is yeah. What we, you've, we've done here. Sure. I'm like, don't call me. Well, a ours thing. is ironic. <laughs> yep. One assumes. I don't know. I've lost track. Sure. Whacking to do. Is yeah, that just some yeah. of that? Yeah, a bit all of right. that. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Just... Which won't be embarrassing in public at all. <laughs> just so we're clear, also, if I see somebody in public, they say it to me, I'm not doing it back. Because <laughs> we run it. Yeah. That's so right. we don't have to. Yeah. I'll just give you like a two half thumbs up and then I'll walk away. <laughs> Good. And a knowing look. Yeah. All right, that's the show. You know right. it is because I'm bloody locking my phone, That's mate. right. Uh, where can people find us? Oh, they can find us uh, Weekly Planet Pod at Gmail and Facebook and Twitter and Bandcamp. Yes. I'm at Wikipedia Brown on I'm Twitter. A, I'm at Mr. Sunday Movies. Mr. Sunday Movies dot... Wait, patreon.com slash Mr. Sunday Movies. Dot com. <laughs> Thank you to the Brute and the Basilisk for the theme songs. Yes. We did that almost without a hitch. How good is that? Nearly. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, like I said, look... If we go see Hitman and it's not good, yep. I don't want to talk about it. Unless it's like so we'll bad. We'll pick another topic. Yeah, because, man. Unless, yeah, unless it's brutally bad. You know what? I emailed the Fox and I'm yeah. like. You know what, guys? If you could send me a letters theme for next week mm. uh, in honor of uh, Hitman, just some sad violins. Because it's probably not going to be very good. <laughs> or just just a, just a, like a, a theme song that's just, imagine just squeaking a bald man's head. <laughs> just you could do that for like 30 seconds. Like all squeaky. And make a theme song out of that. I would appreciate it. Absolutely. Or do whatever you want. It's like fine. Like a record scratch with a bald man's head. Yes. Great. Mm-hmm. I'm all for any of those things. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I emailed Fox. I'm like, uh, is there Make any- some better movies. <laughs> yeah, it is. Come on, guys. <laughs> Get it together. We got some content to fill on a podcast, if you could, if you wouldn't mind. Anyway, you emailed Fox. Yeah, and I said, are you guys screening this? Or like, are there any preview screenings or whatever? Yeah. And they're like, no, we're not screening this one. Oh, boy. That doesn't mean they're not screening it overseas. It just means they're not screening it here. Okay, sure. So that. Though I've seen some clips and I'm like, the action looks okay. Huh. We'll see though, won't we'll we? We'll see when we It's yet. got Zachary Quinto. Oh, yeah. Heroes is owned. He looked good with a shaved head. Why isn't he the main guy? I don't know. Mm. He needs to keep his bowl cut for bloody Star That's Trek. That's probably true. Yeah. yeah. All right, so we'll do that and then the week after we'll do something that isn't reviewing a movie. Maybe we'll do another Versus episode. People oh, have been asking Okay, let's that. do another Versus. Yeah. I'm ready for that. What have we done? We did Hero versus Hero. We've done Villain, villain versus Maybe villain. we just go back just to whoever versus whoever. Great. Yeah, just whatever. So, guys, if you want to hear us debate who would win in a fight between yeah. blank and blank, send us in those two. Not yet. No? Because I, I, won't, I won't start getting into okay, next Okay, we'll do it next week. Because okay, otherwise okay, right. I'll just get flooded. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. Not yet, Mason. Fine. Jump the gun. Put it away. All right. Put it away. Close the laptop. <laughs> drive into a, a lake. Correct. And then come out of the lake in a week. And send us your suggestions. What do you got? We'd appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. That's the show. I think this is a shorter one. Well, I'm going to close out with my classic catchphrase, grab that gem, and then you can close with your classic catchphrase, I'm not going to say, where's my (laughs) Peschetti? Could you say that? So grab that gem, you guys. Um, Can I just go, can I have total silence? No, no, you have to say. I'm not going to say my classic catchphrase, grab my bloody spaghettis, mate. (laughs) Okay. Great. We did it. Okay. Bye, everyone. Bye. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.